0: Hello everybody, welcome to our podcast. Daja, how everyone? Right, let's get stuck in then. Quick introduction. How's your, Let's have an honest introduction. Yes. How has your week honestly been?
1: Oh my gosh, it's not been great. I'm really overwhelmed at work, as you know. It's just been a horrible week, but I have to yeah. say that after this weekend, because we've got a long weekend here, I feel a lot better. Like sleeping, I've been sleeping in. I, I'm a little bit sick, but I don't think I'm actually, I think my body's just so run down that it's yeah. like off. It knows that I'm having some time off work. So it's just like, bam, hitting me with pimples. As you can see, everything's just coming out. Um. So yeah, this week has been very busy. I just don't have time at work to just think of anything. I'm just like running on empty. And then yeah. the one thing, it's done. The next thing has to be done. It's just like, I don't have any time to like, yeah, breathe. Yeah. But yeah. And you, how have you been? I've not seen you this week. You've not been at work. I, know.
0: I haven't had a good week, if I'm honest, and it's getting worse. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, oh, Where to begin? So I went to my doctor's last Monday and she signed me off, but she, I told her about our work situation and how everyone was sick. And I was sat in the office and I saw Brandon uh, looked awful. Like he looked really bad. (laughs) Right. And he looked really sick. And then there was another guy behind us and he was coughing. And then there's another guy sat next to me by one person. And he kept walking past my seat and coughing. And then another lady was coughing. And then my partner who I work closely with went to the doctors. And then she came back and she was like, the doctor said, I've got the flu. And I'm sat there as a pregnant woman, like in a, horrible little office that has no air ventilation and just air con and i was just like i'm gonna get really sick yeah and i was like i'm not prepared to get really sick um yeah and then we found out that the girl that i work with has covid yeah. which is fine i've had covid whilst being pregnant i don't particularly want to get it again while i'm pregnant though yeah if i can avoid getting these illnesses i'm gonna avoid them So I went to the doctor and explained to her my situation and she was like, to be honest with you, you shouldn't be in that situation. Like one of the rules is if flu comes into your community, then you need to leave that community. And I was like, okay. And she was like, take the flu shot and you'll have two, it takes two weeks for it to become effective. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then she was like, also, I'm not happy with the amount of hours that you're having to stand at work. She was like, do you have round ligament pain? And I was like, yeah, and back pain. And she was like, you're already prone to sciatica and you're standing up doing 40 minute classes and then going and doing another 40 minute class. And there's two types of classes that we teach. One class I can sit down more in, but the other class, I can't sit down in that class. And I would love for someone to tell me when I can, because I don't know when the opportunity is. So my back's not been good. My back's got worse. I've got sciatica again which isn't yeah. great. So I'm meeting you later. I can't walk very fast because yeah. um, the nerves pinching in my spine and if it locks, then I'm effed. So I have to be really careful with that. My anxiety is like not through the roof. I've had worse, but it's not great. And it's the smallest things that are triggering it. Like mm-hmm. yesterday I went to clean our apartment because our tenants moved out and they left like black mold all on the floor. And I used this mold killer and like just quickly scrubbed it because I wanted to see if it would come off and it came off. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't be cleaning that really pregnant. And then you Google it and then Google tell you all the worst things possible. Yeah. And I probably wasn't even in there for a collected five minutes. Um, kept going in and out, in and out. And I had a face mask on, but still freaking out. Like I'm just oversensitive to everything that if someone was telling me they were sensitive to, I would be like, Oh, don't be so silly, Mm -hmm. but I can't, it's not that simple for me right now. I'm, and then I, I'm 29 weeks pregnant today. And, um, I watch the video every Sunday. I watch a video of like how far you've come and what's happening to baby. And they were like, Baby won't be moving as much. Like you're not going to feel like the big movements anymore because there's not as much space. Yeah. So you're going to feel like smaller jabs and they're going to be a bit more painful. Yeah. And they were like every, um, every day, just take an hour, one hour or two hours, different times of the day and just check count. Um, You should be feeling at least 10 movements an hour. And now I'm fixated on that. And right. that's not a good thing for someone with health anxiety.
1: This is why I'm like, don't read too much into it because I didn't count nothing at my end of my pregnancy. I don't even think Kira moved 10 times in one hour. Like, yeah, there was only this one day. This is why,
0: yeah, and where this is I why thought I'm she didn't happy move. happy to come. No, and this is why I'm happy to come and meet you guys later because Colin's a great support, but I need to just be around some female energy for a bit because yeah. I'm just feeling. <sighs> overwhelmed
1: I know I know the feeling I I, I, as I was saying to Alec my husband like it's very hard for someone to say like oh don't freak out because it's easy to tell someone don't freak out but you're gonna freak out regardless you just have to yeah it's just something people do it's like me I over over obsess over certain things and people keep Mm. telling me not to worry and I'm just like don't tell me not to worry I am yeah yeah sorry Yeah but the end, it's but one the of thing is it does pass it's just something because you love this little human in your body so much it's just yeah. something that you're so worried something bad's going to happen i always say like moms should do whatever they need to help them feel better but also it's very hard to tell a mother to be not to worry i have had that exact same feeling at the same mm. time, I w- I just remember, like, when my daughter was born, I was just like, what was I worried about?
0: <laughs> now, well, the wa- <laughs> then, now the worry transfers over to different worries. <laughs> yes. And I was just like,
1: now she's not in my body anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> so I just want to say, like, I completely understand how you are because I was, like, 37 weeks pregnant. And pe- I read online, like, oh, you should feel some baby kick all throughout the day. And this many kicks, I don't remember. And I was like, I didn't feel her kick. I told you about this. And then I was like, I need to go to the doctor and make sure she's okay. And I went. And the doctor was like, oh, yeah, it's something that you need to be aware of. But don't obsess and worry about it because you just stress yourself out. And then you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, when last did I feel baby kick? And I I couldn't remember. So. That's
0: it. I I Because and when I say this if people are listening I don't have anxiety I'm not an anxious person I have health anxiety my anxiety is only focused in one area yes I don't get anxious about anything else so when I say oh I'm anxious people are oh yeah it's like no that that's worry or that's something like having an anxiety condition is completely different to having some a a worry condition right like I I'm anxious and it's only about how And it was before I was pregnant. And honestly, I always thought because of my condition that I would never be able to be pregnant. Yeah. I never thought that I could do it because of that. And You're I'm hypersensitive towards like, uh, I'm hypersensitive towards my body to the fixings. point that I can even sense um, that my back is slightly curved, slightly yeah. curved since I've got pregnant. And um, last night I Googled it and it's, you will it will only slightly uh, curve a little bit to give way but and i i can feel that and i sense which is a good thing because as soon as something's off i go straight to the doctor and i know but yeah. it's also it's exhausting but yeah that's it but actually it kind of brings us on to our topic today yes. whilst talking about anxiety conditions and and things that people suffer with so our topic today actually is bullying yeah um, which i always find that word um weird yeah broad very yes and also very dangerous yes because people
1: can say don't be a bully and you're not really bullying there is always a sense of how do i say Mm. there is a bully in a way that it's not bullying it's just more like sometimes you're just telling someone the truth sometimes it's just banter you're joking around But there Mm -hmm. is a line and I feel like people don't know what that line is. I don't know. Like the way I see bullying is not what I've seen here. It's not what I've seen at work. I see it. uh, What I see bullying as is like, completely different to when people tell me like oh when someone's like oh I was bullied too this is what happened I'm just like that's not bullying to me that's like normal I'm just like oh okay but I don't say anything because I don't want to like diminishing
0: their experience in a way but I just want to be like there is a difference Yes. And that's what I I want to say also about like anxiety. Like when I say I'm not telling you if you do or don't have anxiety, I'm just saying some people think they do. And it's probably just more worry, like extreme worry. Like anxiety is a lot more crippling than worry, you know, and the same with bullying. So I think there's different stages of bullying and different levels. And actually it's interesting to think of what bullying is like in South Africa compared to England because um, I'm sure it's different all over the world. Yes. It's got to be, right? It, it I is. Don't... It's, I don't think it's all the same, though. No. And then bullying as you grow older, and it's still something people have to deal with today, you know, as an adult. So I'm interested to find out more about that and find out more about your story because it's something that you did struggle with growing up, right?
1: Yes. I didn't have any bullying when I was in grade one, nothing mm. until grade six, no bullying. When do we start high school? Sorry, uh, grade five. So no bullying. I had a great childhood. I was very like, I it, Kira reminds me a lot of myself where I mm. was very outgoing. I was not scared to be on stage. I was not scared to be myself. I was opinionated. I never held back. Then I started yeah. high school and I was—I still remember the night before starting high school. I was starting at a co-ed school because I went to an only girls school. Um, And I was really excited that there was going to be boys and like, oh, you know, it's a new feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, am I going to have a crush on someone? Is someone going to like like me? And I washed my hair and I remember telling my mom, like, it needs to lie on the pillow like this because I'm going to school tomorrow. There's going to be boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like really excited. I remember like being very excited, and I really thought that. How I was, old like, is that? Grade six it... is like th- thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, okay. maybe twelve, yeah. turning thirteen. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so I got there on my first day, and it was already on the first day a bit weird. Like one boy, and he was like really weird. Like he's just the comments he said. He, I, I just. He just was like, oh, you're you're Chinese. Ugh. And like, it just made me feel uncomfortable. And that was just the first day. And that really stuck with me. Mm. And on the first day already, you could tell like all these people liked each other. All these people were like vibing. And I went to a very private school. So our grade six class was really small. We had two classes of like 12 people, 13 people each. So it wasn't like, oh, a huge school. So already on the first day, I felt a bit weird, but I didn't think much of it. And then it just got worse. Like, you know, I, I was friends with this girl. Her name, I'm not going to say her name in case she listens to it, but she's very popular. All the boys liked her. I had boys who would tell me like, oh, she, she's going to be really pretty once she hits like a certain age. And mm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a very pretty girl. But she, if a boy made fun of me, she'd join in. So, like I remember like, this is like after the bullying started, they just picked on me for everything, anything that happened, like I had a you very, were an easy target, yes. So I once read in class, I had really I don't have dyslexia, but I have um, since i was little because i'm bilingual i speak four languages when i was little so i didn't have a base for english so i struggled a lot with recognizing words so in grade six we would do reading out loud in front of the whole class and i would struggle to read and i know he used to be like oh don't make her read in class she's an idiot was like oh no she has I went for speech and drama therapy I went for remedial classes I got a thing where I got I was allowed extra time during tests because I struggled a lot with reading and this is where all my anxiety comes from I don't talk a lot about it now because you know I'm an English teacher and I don't struggle with it as an adult but back then it was like the prime time where I was struggling with reading I was fine reading in my head it's like as soon as they told me put me on the spot I'd get really anxious and start making mistakes even though I knew the word it's because I got really worried that other people would start to laugh at me and I was a really slow reader at that time so it all stemmed from that and then it went into like oh you're Asian and people making fun of me like for my nose my hair facial hair was a huge thing they'd be like you're mustache so it, I don't think it was like physical abuse or bullying but it was more like mental mentally so we mm-hmm. were a group of girls I, I think I've told you the story this really the pretty girl in the group we called her the pretty girl she came to class one day and her hair was slicked back and I used to wear my hair slicked back in a ponytail and she just like was being weird that day and then all the girls were like, "What's wrong? Are you okay? You seem really sad today." And she was like, "I'm sad. I feel so ugly." And I was like, "Oh," everyone like gathered around her and like comforted her. And she was like, "I feel like I look like Cheryl today." And I was like, really shocked cuz I was standing there and everyone else in the group was like, "You don't. You don't. You're so beautiful." And it just made me feel really down about how I looked. Yeah, because like, she was really <laughs> mean. Who
0: who says that? Especially when the person's right there. Like... back then, and no it was one really said...
1: like no one said anything. Even you know. Yeah. So I just feel like children in high school can be really mean. And then like boys would make or would always start something like I used to stare at people, but I wasn't staring on purpose. And he'd be like, why are you staring at me? Why are you staring at me? Do you have a crush on me? I know I'm good looking, but I, but you staring at me. I'm not for you. I'm not your type. I don't like you. And I was like, I'm just looking in your direction. So I'll just stop staring and look somewhere else. And he'd be like, look at her, look at her. She was staring at me. And then all the boys would start. And then I remember one of the boys, Sean, was like, you're staring. And I just started crying because I felt really like, I don't know what was going on. And I just remember no one sticking up for me. And eventually the teacher saying like, Cheryl, go wash your face in the bathroom. And then saying to him, like, stop, because they would just come into my face and be like, you think you're staring at me? You think you can be with someone like, like, oh, you think you can stare at me and like me like almost like saying like you're ugly like why are you staring at me and like I was like I wasn't I even tried to say something but at the time I was so choked up that I just started crying and they just carry on and
0: being like you're gross why are you looking at me and this is disgusting when I look back to things that happened at school that were really bad I think where were the teachers because that would not happen in my classroom um and if I was aware of any of it like you know but they just don't it's it's different um my experience was a completely different to that yeah um i went to a public school and it wasn't the best and i wasn't the smartest either It took me a long time before I blossomed into the genius that I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, I was in all the lowest classes. And that wasn't because of behavior, because I wasn't a naughty kid. It was because of capability. But what happens when you put someone like me in the lower classes is I'm then put with all the kids that have behavioral issues. And I don't know, I never felt bullied at school because bullying to me is when someone in particular or a group of people they target you and then they keep targeting you yes and so that's they that tra- was that boy I hate that yes guy. <laughs> and they keep targeting you and then they they make you feel a certain way but I had stuff happen at school as well because I went to that type of that type of school and I remember sitting on the bus um going in um so where I live in a village you have like the posh end and then the poor end yeah. and I'm from like the poor end so I used to walk to the posh end to get on the bus with my friends because all my friends were from the posh end and I didn't like waiting to get the bus. bus with all the people that were from the poor end because they were the ones that were like naughty you know not all of them but most of them were they weren't very nice so I used to walk every morning go meet my friends at the bus stop get on the bus with them and one day I just sat in the wrong seat and this kid tried to set my hair on fire (gasps) and kept like lighting my trying to light my hair yeah and it wasn't like an attack on it was an attack on me but it wasn't an attack on me like they did this every day to me because the next day whoever sat in front of them they did it to them do you know what I mean so it's like I, I would never have felt bullied. I just felt like, oh, these stupid people are doing this to, like, yeah. other people, you know? And stuff like that happened. Like, I told you not long ago, there was a girl in my class, and she was very aggressive, and uh, the teacher was telling her off. And I looked at her, and then she was like, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me? Mm-hmm. And then threw a pencil case at my head, and then... Um, The teacher was like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Carried on with the class. And throughout the whole class, she was lobbing different things at me, like a pencil and a razor. So she was just constant. And then that happened for about a week because she just took a disliking to me in that class. So every day I'd go in and there'd just be things thrown at me from her. And then she gave up after about a week. Um, So it was always stuff like that, but there was horrific bullying at our school. There was one incident where we all got called into um an assembly because there was a girl um who was very very badly bullied at my school and it was because she um she didn't dress very well she didn't smell very well she um yeah and but Cheryl it was horrific there was one day where you know how if there's a fight at school everyone runs and they gather around the fight I don't know if you ever had that but the No. Okay. Yeah. You did not go to the type of school I went to. So um, normally like if someone starts fighting, then everyone goes fight and then everyone runs and then the whole school will just be like gathered around and watching these people fight and egging it on or whatever. But there was this girl and uh, this popular girl like pushed this girl and everyone went fight and the whole school ran over and started kicking this girl and then they all stood back and I've never seen anything like it before. They all started spitting on her. And this girl was just lying on the floor crying, covered in spit because the whole school was spitting on her. And then me and my friend Hannah were like, no, stop. And we were like stood in front of her like this. No. And then we were getting spat on. And then my friend Hannah started crying (laughs) because she's really sensitive to stuff like that. And then the following day we were all called into assembly and everyone was, it was, it was not a good thing basically. So, you know, that's
1: that's really bullying in a different way like i feel like that's like physical bullying and abuse mental
0: because they did that to her physically but on a daily basis they would constantly like say stuff to her throughout the day and even for like i remember joining um my first form class where you have to sit and there, there was a boy and he was just like no one wants to sit next to her she's fat and yeah. I was, right, I, compared to everyone else. And I was just like, oh. And then no one wanted to sit next to me. And the teacher used to always make us sit, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, which I hated. And then one week we had to change seats and then this boy sat next to me he was like, oh, why do I have to sit next to the ugliest girl in class? Oh, no. It was just like... That's terrible. You know, this is
1: This is the thing. I feel like the teachers. We had teachers at our school who would join in on not the. They didn't. Maybe they didn't think they were bullying, but they would join in. And I really don't don't like any of my teachers. Like I have not kept in contact with anybody. I'm not kept into contact with anyone from school. Because of how I was treated, no one ever stuck up for me. Everyone thought my voice was annoying. The one girl spoke about me like, oh, and she was like, oh, Cheryl's voice is so annoying. I was right behind them on the staircase. And all my friends that I'm friends with were like, yeah, yeah, her voice is annoying. I just felt a little bit like if I heard someone say that about my friend, I'd stick up for them. And I just thought, this is not, I'm not going to keep in contact with anyone when I leave here. And even now when I see them, sorry, my nose is blocked. I need to get some nose spray. I avoid seeing them or adding them on social media because of how bad it was. It only started getting better when I was in grade 11 because we went to a leadership camp and like they were like, oh, you should say sorry to the people you did wrong. And that boy was like, I need to say sorry to, I need to say sorry to this girl. She doesn't even get bullied by you. Like what? in god's name like i i just was like okay it's fine whatever i don't i don't matter but it's
0: also like bullying from friends that you were friends with like do you feel like um and this isn't me downplaying your situation at all i actually think the opposite um going to a school like I did where that type of bullying mentally, physically was just a daily thing that it kind of builds you to, to be the person that you are, which we'll go on to in a minute. But if you're going to a school like you went to where maybe it wasn't as popular, uh, maybe like the smaller things like that, that I see as like, Oh God, that sounds like nothing on a day at the school I went to, but at your type of school, do you feel like it's way more intense Yes, like It sounds to me like it's because the classes are smaller, the students are closer, and you don't see it as often, it's way more in- intense of a feeling. Yes, I do think that. I just think if
1: I had bullying at baby school, like you talking about the boy calling you, she's fat. I had a boy say. <laughs> oh, but that I, was just like... I... I might Every have a, I might have a crush on you, but you got fat thunder thighs. And I was like in grade one and I didn't care because I was just like, ha, ha. I do have fat thunder. Like back then, yeah. I didn't like people would say things and I didn't take it so like to heart because I don't know. It didn't seem like it was that bad. But when I got to high school, it was just like I was the only Asian girl in my school. mm. And so it was just like that's easy. already
0: gonna be difficult. That already sets a lot of problems aside. Like I don't know.
1: it's Just one person would start something, and they would all gang up on me. It's been so long, but I, there are mm. instances in my life as an adult where something happens, and I overthink things because I'm just like, it's gonna happen. Like I'm going. But to this be is targeted what I'm thinking.
0: Of. Yeah, again. this is how I'm thinking now. Like. Um, the type of bullying that you went through where you it was more intense in that way um, and made you feel a certain way um, that's going to affect you when you're older and it definitely has like we see it with you sometimes at work you get FOMO and it's not fear of missing out it's fear of missing out what um, to be normal like someone put your photo in the place where all the taiwanese teachers were and then all the foreigners were in a different place and you're like why is my photo there and like you know you start overthinking it when actually your photo was like in a way better place it was on the second floor with all the managers and it was a bigger photo yeah and it was like it looked way more important but you didn't care about that you were like i want to be treated like the other foreigners because i am foreign even though i look asian i'm here as a foreign teacher yeah I I don't know like even when I was working
1: I worked at Louis Vuitton when I was mm-hmm. like my young adulthood and I was trying to explain to my husband like at that time is when I was at the peak of my eating disorder and like nothing I just felt like the thinner I got the more people would like me and every time a client there was a client who did not like me like just did not want to be helped by me and it really it bothered me so much because at school it was just like no one liked me and no one like people were just the only person that stayed friends with me is a girl called rain and a girl called nina and i still speak
0: to them now uh, and that's why i was saying i think it's more intense yeah because your situation is like uh, uh, for me It just happened to everyone and everyone did it and it wasn't nice and it did feel like oh oh my god Like I remember being these two boys for some reason I don't know why they disliked me every time I walked through the corridor they used to shout wide wide load coming through every time and that would be on a daily basis A like oh. wide load coming through and it would just be me like every day I saw them every day they would shout that at me but mm. then they would shout something at someone else and I think I just learned to be like they're just idiots like they, yeah. because I had a good group of friends that respected me and liked me and at break times I'd go and meet those friends and we'd go to the music studios and we'd record and we'd play our instruments and we'd do stuff like I had that solid ground that kind of made me feel um, appreciated and understood but if I was in your situation and that was happening to me I think I would feel like well even my friends think I'm ugly and even my friends don't like me yeah even, my friends even the are speaking teachers about about me. I never ever had any boy like
1: in high school not a single boy asked me out not a single person had a crush on me I'm not saying that oh I want them to have a crush on me what I'm saying is like yeah. I did not have the same experience that you would have if I was at a public school, which this is what I was at when I was younger.
0: I was at a public what, school. Like boys liking you and so.
1: Yeah, like like having like you say it happens to everyone. Everyone gets targeted. One week it's this person. One week it's next. Mm. Every week was me. Like every week I was like, go to. I would have. I had such bad anxiety going to school, um, that I had to That's be put horrible on medication because every Sunday when I would see the sun is going down, I'd start freaking out. Yeah. Because I have to go back to that school. And I told I told my mom every day I was was telling my family that I really don't like the school I'm at. And only now as an adult, my mom's like, I'm sorry I didn't listen to you. Because I kept telling them that I no one, I can't go to the school. Like when I go to school I don't feel happy, lost, because everyone's mean to me. And my mm. mom was just like, in Chinese, it's like, Renai. it's like, suck it up. It's This is life, yes. okay? You're going to have this always. But I literally had really bad anxiety, really bad heart problems. like
0: Palpitations. S- and- since
1: I was young, I went to the doctor and everything for it because I was having such bad heart palpitations. Nina, my best friend, she's still is in my life now. I once told her like, I'm having a heart attack. And I remember going to the doctor and then being like, I don't think it's like, heart. I think you have anxiety. Like it was really yeah. bad. My chest would close up and I wouldn't be able to breathe. And it all comes from being at school. But like, yeah, when I talk about these things, people think, oh, it's not such a big thing. But it's it was
0: like every day, every day I'd yeah. go to school. And as soon as I'd see the person. Sorry, the thing is, no one can tell you what your experience was like either we can compare to like different schools and how we were but I can understand a hundred percent what you were feeling yes because maybe I felt that once a week or twice a week yeah but not every day so if I was to think about that and to think about the anxiety of going to school every day and how you felt in that situation like no one can tell you oh that doesn't sound bad Like when I was saying with at my school, this is what it's like. I wasn't saying, oh, it doesn't sound bad, Cheryl. This is what we had to deal with. Um, I'm just giving backstory because later I want to talk about how your school life affected you and how mine affected me. Um, Living in the past is pointless. However, when the past has made you who you are yeah that's not a choice your personality is built on how you've grown and who you are as a person so you're not necessarily living in the past when you tell people these stories you're just explaining why you are the way you are right now why you feel this so now that you're older what affects because I think more so recently now that you're a mother and you're in this like high intense Job, this, um, I think recently you've had more like self reflection and realization, like we all have. And I've been doing it also. And especially when you feel like you're not in your home country, you start to question, like, why do I do this? And why am I feeling this way? And I think that's just part of growing as a person. So, um, maybe I'll answer the question first. Yes. I, I think that the type of school that I went to, um, Yes, it did make me feel ugly and fat and awkward. And I was the ugly one in my friendship group as well. Like All my friends were like the really pretty ones. And I never got asked out at school either. So I know how that feels. And if I ever fancied someone and they found out that it was me, they'd be like, oh, why did I get the ugly one in the group? Like, mm. they always fancied my other friends. Yeah. That changed when when I left school, however, when I went clubbing and saw them out in clubs, they'd talk to me, and I'd be like, you didn't give me the time in school, why are you giving me the time now? F off. Um, But, yeah, it it's made me a bit of a harder person, I would say. Um, I don't take from anyone, and I'm used to a lot that Sometimes I give a lot to people and then I realize that, ah, they're not used to this. Mm. They're not used to this level of banter. They're not used to this, this type of discussion. They're not used to, like with my husband, I can be like, oh, don't talk like that, blah, blah, blah. And then be really aggressive. And then five minutes later go, oh, I'm gonna grab a cup of tea, do you want one? And he's like still recovering <laughs> from the conversation, yeah. you know? Um, But I actually think I'm a lot um calmer and more subdued since living in Asia because I'm not around those type of people as much anymore. But me back at home with my family and my friends, like I'm you, you fit I'm right way in. more aggressive, like, oh, <laughs> way more aggressive. You change, You're like, well, change yeah. the
1: way that you interact with people with a certain people because yeah. you know, I don't know. I think it didn't make me harder, it made me very timid. I used to be very outgoing, and then when I hit high school, I think my personality became very like, I don't want to cause trouble, I don't want to have confrontation because it just upsets me. And gives me anxiety, and yeah, even in my
0: adult life. Whereas I like run at confrontation, don't yeah. I? I'm like, you want to be okay? Let's go. Like, like, I'm like running even now, at and you're like, maybe let's not do that. Yeah, I'm always avoiding,
1: yeah. and that's how. I Like, this is a good thing and bad thing because it's like I let people walk all over me sometimes and take advantage, because I would rather just like let it go than to you know upset somebody even though I'm upset as a mom after becoming a mom I realized like I have to be a little bit more aggressive because I don't want my daughter to be like me and I don't want her to ever feel how I felt so I am very opinionated in that aspect to the point where it's not good like I am I overcompensate with my child because of how I felt um Mm. I think, like I do that a lot. Alec is like, Kira is not you. She doesn't feel like how you felt when you were t- going through these things. um, And I also want her to stick up for herself because I didn't stick up for myself. Like people would say things and I would just stand there. Like I would not say like, no, that's not true because I just felt like there's no point. But what would have happened if you did stick up for yourself? I I mean, I used, I did. And what what would happen is I'd just end up in tears and like sobbing Mm. and really overwhelmed because it would just be me trying to stick up for myself and everyone else ganging up on me that I would feel overwhelmed trying to like, I I don't know, trying to justify why I'm sticking up for myself. I remember like small things like sharing a sandwich with someone they'd be like ew why are you sharing a sandwich with her look at her she probably has AIDS out of
0: everybody like I don't think anyone here has it but what I was trying to say like geez yeah see sticking up for ourselves was just not worth it yeah like if you stick up for yourselves and you're giving them a reaction and that's what they want and then they'll go worse and worse and worse and then it's just everybody just like I had yeah I
1: have psoriasis on my head I taught you know this I have big mm-hmm. pieces of skin that can fall out. And that same girl, I was wearing her jersey. Thank you. She lent it to me. I was cold. And she's like, look at all this white stuff. White. And she like pointed it out in front of the whole class. And then Jesse Vance was like, oh, that's disgusting. You don't bath, whatever. Like, and And then everyone started being like, oh, she's the one who has like white stuff falling off her head. I have mm, psoriasis. Mm. I didn't even know I had psoriasis at that time. At that time, I was like, I don't know why I have this. And I would think like, oh my gosh, I'm so like disgusting. And I think having the eating disorder made me feel like I had control of something. It wasn't about being the skinniest. It was just having control of something in my life. And then it also went into my adulthood because it's like I'm always trying to please somebody. I don't know who I was trying to please. And then I moved to Asia. And it was so different, the experience here, that it just made me find myself like, people were so nice to me and I would think like what do you want from me like you're being so nice I would tell my mom like they're going to do something and my mom was like no people are just nice here and people would tell give me compliments like you're so pretty and I'd be like what the hell is wrong with you (laughs) like what yeah why are you saying this to me and like go on dates and people would be like, I want to go on a date with you. I don't know why. <laughs> I'd be like, why you want to go on a date with me? Because at school and university, I did not have, I did not even have anyone approach me. Maybe I was aloof or like whatever. I didn't notice it. My first boyfriend I ever had cheated on me and, and dated this person that he cheated on with. I think they're still together to this day. And I even tried to explain this to my best friend at the time. Now she's still my best friend, why I was so affected. It took me months to get over it. And it wasn't because I was like in love with the person. It was more like it just shows me again that I really am not pretty, not this. And he just like moved on after five days. So for me, I was just like, it's not about it's my it was my confidence was really knocked and I don't know. It just brought up a lot. Like I, it took me a long time. Like I, I still think even now I'm still affected by it because I'm just like, back then I wasn't good enough for even the boy that I was dating for like three years, you know, like I was bullied Mm -hmm. and then I dated this boy and he just cheated on me, moved on within five days, we broke up and I was like so affected
0: by that. I think though that you're, you're aware of it to the point that, Um, I was aware of it as it was happening Mm. and you weren't. You're now aware of it after it's happened. Yes. Which is um, helpful because now you can kind of put in those building blocks to like realize that okay, no, you don't actually feel upset about this or no, this isn't okay to treat me this way. And the only reason I think it is okay is because this used to happen or that used to happen. So the fact that you can go back and compare and know these things, I think it's really important, especially when you're working in within companies. I was going to say in Taiwan, but honestly, Cheryl, anyway. I've been on the phone to my friend, Stephen, who's going through some bad bully not I wouldn't say bullying at his work but um discrimination um and then I've got another friend who's really struggling at work because they don't take us so some of the things we complain about they're all it's happening everywhere yeah you know it's not just in Asia it might just stand out more to us but But even my mum was saying like they don't treat her very well at work and she's just another number and she doesn't feel appreciated and Uh, no no
1: I I never I never thought it was different I just thought it took me moving to Asia to find myself and find a voice or do you worry it could happen to Kira Mm. in South Africa the thing is like she don't look very Asian (laughs) so I don't have that worry as much. And I don't think in this time of our generation, they don't put up with what we put up back then. Like back then, yeah it, it was it's normal. Weird, right. Now bullying. Why? Like, Why? It's even a little bit of discrimination, a little bit it's like I They draw the line. So I just feel like she lives in a completely different time that I'm not as worried as back then. It was, But she
0: lives in a time where bullying is different and there's more social media. There's things that we didn't have to deal with.
1: I don't know how she's going to deal with it. I just think anywhere, even here in Asia, she'll have to deal with some type. I feel like she gets actually not bullied, like maybe she gets a little bit of, I don't know, someone saying like, oh, it's because she's mixed. You know, it's always like, oh, because she's mixed. She's heavier oh, because she's mixed. And so I don't know what she'll get when she gets back home.
0: I think she gets treated different now just because her parents are different to uh, your standard Asian parents. So her boundaries are different to the other kids boundaries. So when other kids see her at school and I speak like this on Kira because I love Kira. So I pay attention to these things, you know, like the other kids like Kira puts things in her mouth oh but Kira's not listening and Kira's running around yeah. and Kira's in the dirt and it's just like yeah because Kira's allowed to run around Kira's allowed to roll in the dirt like these are normal things that kids do but they're not allowed to do it yeah
1: I know when they tell me these things I'm, I'm like, like I don't know is that something bad am I supposed to be on her for no. that
0: so remember i sent you that meme yeah that girl <laughs> in the mud and i was like this is camera yeah, yeah, i love it and it was a funny she meme i'll see if i can add a clip yeah. in but it's just this girl like playing with mud and the father's like who needs toys yeah. you know I'll, um but you know yeah so but how but, does it affect uh, you like i want to know like w- with
1: your upbringing maybe it's not bullying maybe you have had some like i don't know comments that have stuck with you and so it But I mean, Um, like now in your in your adult life, is there anything that triggers you and you're like, I don't like that?
0: No, it did when I was younger, when I was in my like, when I was around 18 to 20, I was very insecure. And I was all I had trust issues and I was very jealous. I was tapped in the head, honestly. (laughs) Like if my boyfriend, if I went to a restaurant and my boyfriend looked at the waitress and maybe she was just looking, he was just looking at the food that the waitress was carrying. I would freaking like what are you looking at why are you looking at her really bad Cheryl and um as I got older I realized that's because when I was at school um the boys never liked me and they always liked my friends oh yeah yeah, yeah my yeah. friends were always the ones that got attention so it was almost like I didn't believe that this guy was with me because he wanted to be with me he was looking elsewhere yes at my first boyfriend ben probably struggled with it but really i would say matt my second boyfriend who i was with for seven years he struggled the most i was with him from when i was like 18 uh 17 18 and that's when you go out clubbing and you do all of those things and i was doing like weed and drinking alcohol a lot and things like that i was crazy poor man poor man got a different can. like Colin <laughs> Colin seen my jealousy once but that's it once. you were like I've never we showed went, it again no, we went we went to Hualien well he's never really given me reason yeah. to and I think my jealousy is always when I first start with the person and it all stems from this whole bullying at school right like that's how yeah. I felt at school and I went to this um went to and with Colin And Colin's a very good singer and he appreciates people that are good singers also. And we went into this bar and this woman, this very sexy Taiwanese woman got up on stage and she was with a band and she started singing and Colin moved his chair to watch her and he was just like staring, but he's not like, like, you know, and I was just like, I can sing too, you know, (laughs) enjoying the show, enjoying it, are you? And he was just like, yeah, it's really good. And I was like, fine. So I I stood up. And I went and stood at the back and was like, I don't want to be sat with you if you're just going to sit there looking at this woman. And I went and stood at the back. And this is like only four years ago. (laughs) It's not that long ago. And I stood at the back and Colin was like, what are you doing? What's wrong? I was like, I want to leave. I want to leave now. (laughs) And like made him leave. And then we went back home and he was just like, are you okay?" And I was like, well, you were explaining to him how I found he was like, you were jealous. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you love me. And I was like, no, I don't. And then he was like, Yeah, you do. And then I realized, oh God, come on, you can't do this with every guy. And yeah, he wants me, he wants to be with me and he appreciates me. Stop thinking that they're always gonna go for someone else, yes. or you're not good enough yes. anymore. Or oh, you ended up with the ugly one. Yeah. Like I could have been with this pretty one, but I'm with the ugly one. Yes. So it does there are things that it affects me, but um, you know me, I'm confident. I'm outgoing. I'm also an introvert in the way that I can't be with people for too long. I need to go home after a while. But I think that it... I... The only thing that affects me, I would say now is I don't know how to handle people sometimes. And sometimes I'm a bit too much for people. Or maybe you know? too
1: direct. So like you don't yes, sugarcoat it. You're very like to the no. point. And sometimes it does come across like, oh, have I done Aggressive. something wrong? Because you're you seem yeah. upset. And you're like, I'm not upset. I'm just letting you to the point. Like I'm not happy about this. Um, not me. I've seen I've seen yeah. you with when you're trying to talk to, you know, at work and I can see you're trying your best not to like upset. You're just like And then when you know, if someone says to you, oh, I don't get upset, you're like, okay, I'm just going to tell you to the point now. This
0: is this. Yeah, yeah. Um, And the only difference difference is the people that I'm closest to and care about, I care about how they think of me. And I care about if I've upset them. But the people that I don't, I don't care about what they think of me. Whereas you're the opposite. You care about what everyone thinks of you. And you change with different people. Like you're harder on the people that you're closest to. Yeah. Because and then the people that you're not, you're really nice to, and you smile, and you're like, don't worry about it. And then later, you're like, oh, that was annoying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you I have, have this, you're
0: like... yeah. In your, and I think it is definitely from school. Like, I feel
1: like, mm. you know, I can't sh- be direct with people, and I feel like. They're always going to dislike me. Also with, you know, being in a relationship. Alec is the only relationship where I feel like he likes, he loves, he likes me for me. He loves me with no makeup, with makeup, with weird hair, with no weird hair, with shaved anything. Like he just makes... <laughs> Cheryl, you know, if it's shaved sh-
0: anything, it sh- <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> wrong though. <line. laughs> if it's shaved, if it's not shaved, he don't care. You don't care. <laughs> what I meant was on my head, but yes, you know. <laughs>
1: um, um, so it's... It, um, it, When you talk about like you were jealous, I must be honest. Like I was very insecure before. I'd be like, you know, they always going to be able to find someone better. Uh,
0: I um, but actually saying that, if you don't mind me mentioning it, you do get um. There's like a guy in our workplace who said a couple of comments, and it has really affected you. Oh yes, Um, yes, yeah. And it is not. It's because
1: of how I was treated at school. And and yes. and it brings back. It triggers me, and I get really upset. Like it really upsets me. Like if you say to me that I look old, and I and and like everyone can't understand. Like you at first, you were like, but you don't want him to find you attractive. I'm like, it's not about that. It's like, why would you think that about me? You know, like I am. I I don't think I look that way, but also, I'm now starting to let it go. I'm like, whatever. I'm starting yeah. to. Whew, but I was just shocked because I didn't feel very good about myself after having my daughter. Like I really my confidence was low. I was trying to show her that I'm still very confident. And then I have someone at work telling me that you look forty, you look old, you look fat, and I'm trying to tell myself like you look good.
0: No, of I just couldn't you don't look bad. Believe those comments. Imagine if he'd have said that to me. I think some people know what they can say and can't say to certain people. End with on very well. How they they say if you're dealing with a bully, you know that it can take a toll on ver- in various ways. If you have any physical symptoms like sleep issues or pain conditions triggered by stress of bullying, you may want to contact your primary care doctor to help you cope with the fallout of bullying. You may want to consider working with a mental health professional. They can help you cope with symptoms of depression and anxiety, help you strengthen your self confidence, and help you learn how to handle bullies emotionally um regardless the most important thing is to utilize your support network if you're being bullied find support whether it's from co-workers friends or family Mm. sometimes the best way to buffer the impact of a bully on you is to try to get by with some help from other people in your life yeah yeah so i think that's it's a good way to wrap it up and hopefully no one's going through that because i don't know I, i can't relate to being bullied as an adult Okay, I think we'll leave it there this week. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye!